Hey guys, it's Kathy. So I thought it might be fun if every Tuesday I were to bring you behind the scenes for a casual conversation about stuff that's going on in life, in business, marriage, parenting. So we're going to do that once a week and I'll get to share with you some of the, the good, the bad, the ugly, the challenges. Maybe I'll bring a team member of mine on sometimes and we'll talk about how things are going if we just launch something, you know, what were sort of the, the ins and outs of what was really cool about it, what we learned. Maybe I'll bring on a friend of mine and we can talk about how we're, we're navigating certain things in our life or in our marriages. And sometimes I'll bring on my husband and we can talk about how we're growing together or what's going on that's really actually hard for us. But uh, these are the things that I just feel like sometimes I really want to share with you and I don't always get to share them with you when I'm interviewing a guest. So every Tuesday, I'm going to be bringing you behind the scenes, up close and personal into all the things that are sort of making up my life beyond just sitting down and interviewing incredible people. Hope you enjoy it. I'm glad to be spending an extra time with you every week. So let's get to today's episode. So today you're going to hear me and my husband having a little conversation about stuff that's going on. Very exciting. He just started his own podcast. It's called You Don't Know Schiff because his co-host is the awesome friend of ours, Mark Schiff. Mark has been touring with Jerry Seinfeld for over 20 years. He's a wonderful person and a fantastic comedian. And actually this week on Mark and my husband's podcast, Paul Reiser is their guest, which is just so awesome. And not only is he doing this awesome podcast, but tonight he's going up to do stand-up for the third time. He's now been up three times in the last couple of weeks. And stay tuned because if you're in the South Florida area, March 15th, I have rented out a theater in South Florida and we will be putting up a link to get tickets. They're only going to be about 10 bucks and you can come and hang out with me and Lowell, my husband and Mark Schiff. We're going to be having an evening of lots of laughs and a little workshop Q&A at the end. So stay tuned for that. But I thought it might be fun to play you a little bit of my husband and I bantering, plus at the end, a tiny little taste of his podcast with Paul Reiser. This is going to be fun. Let's get to it. You know what's happening right now? Right now, I am pushing Lowell to sign up for his third open mic. And he is doing, he just took his retainer out. Like a real nerd. Take it out. Real nerd. Uh, did, did you wear okay. your retainer when you were supposed to? Me, no. What happened? Can you sit closer? I can't. This you're way. Actually, so you're, get in edgy, here. You're edging you're, me out. You're whooshing me Can out. you sit over here so there's a sunlight behind you? Guys, listen. Ugh. I'm so proud of Lowell because he's been doing stand-up. You look like you're drunk. I look angelic. Do you remember in Beetlejuice when the guy puts the sure. powder and the guy's head turns tiny? Sure. That's how you look. Well, you always do that. You put me behind you to, to diminish my role. No? You're very sweet. Oh, thank you. What happened at the birthday party Saturday night? Thank you killed! Thank you. Oh, yeah. What happened? Did you make everyone laugh? Uh... No, nobody, nobody was listening. Everyone was eating. What food are you talking about? Birthdays. We played two truths and a lie. How did I do? I thought we were playing two truths and a dare. I was playing the wrong game. Do you still have your retainer in? I had the bottom one, but you called me out on All the right, top. All right, take it one. out. Turn. Turn. I'm not gonna do that on camera. Okay, it's go ahead. Take out your retainer. He's afraid. Did you do it? It's gone. <laughs> 
Oh my god. Your dentist would be so mad at you. Your orthodontist. Yesterday, still, you took orthodontist out your retainer practices. and then there was saliva. And I go, Again, no at what year yeah. of marriage do you just have no shame <laughs> okay. about anything? But here's what, your orthodontist still practices. Well, I want you to go to his office and say, Listen. Dr. Goldman, we, I'm so sorry. It was not Goldman, that's it's your generic dentist name. His last name is Matzah. That's even more Jewish. It's very on the nose. I've never even heard of that. That's listen, so Jewish. Dr. Listen. Matzah. So Saturday night we played Two Truths and a Lie. Matzah. We played Two Truths and a Lie, and my stepmom said one of hers was she danced all night with David Copperfield. And what was your line? Who has? He goes, Who hasn't? <laughs> oh my God, everyone was dying. Uh, all right. Was it a but fun birthday? It was a fun birthday. It was we a double. It was a dual birthday. It was a dual. My stepmom's mom turned 90, and she's amazing. She's, she's amazing. She's like the coolest person to hang out with. She loves the Steelers. She watches every game. She's nice. She's fun. She drives. She, she acts like she's 61. What are you doing, a commercial for her? Yeah, it's a commercial. It's like a promo. Speaking of promos, I promoted your podcast so hard today you on did. my podcast. Oh, did you? Oh, thank you. Yeah, because you're a late bloomer, you see. <laughs> and, you're <laughs> and you're finally <laughs> doing something with your life. Finally blooming. Oh, my God. Before it's so funny no because Mark, your co-host, uh, <clears throat> in case you forgot, he um, his he said the other day, he goes, my wife is so happy I'm doing this podcast because she was getting... She couldn't stand it. He's like, she said, you're sitting around, do a podcast. He goes, it saved do my marriage. Podcast. And I'm like, it saved our marriage. Because for about <clears throat> two years, I was like, lol, I cannot see okay. you sitting around. All right. Let's she go. Goes. She goes. Let's do a podcast. All right. Here, and I had to talk about my youth you. and lack of funds. That's usually your next go-to. That you had no money? Okay. When he was young, he was so poor. How poor was he? Oh, anyway. wait, let's talk about who's on your podcast this week. Speaking of when you, you were young and poor. Because <laughs> you used to watch okay, stand-up. Here's goes, here's you just brought okay, it up. Because I was kidding. I was trying to mock you but into not doing thing. it. And you took it and it you're like, thank thing. you for the reminder. But it wasn't um, that sad. Uh, that's what I'm saying. You, you said on. you never you knew you were oh, poor, yeah, yeah, okay. even though you were. It was a little, okay. It was a, Go ahead. I don't know how to get you to stop. Say who's okay. on. I just said, speaking of who's on your show, and you kept going. Paul Reiser. TVs, movies, stand-up comedy. You know him from My Two Dads. You know him from, yeah, you know him from everything. It's very funny, actually. If you look at his uh, Twitter and Instagram, he's like, you know, the guy from The Thing. Who is the girl in My Two Dads? Uh, it's not Blossom. No, no. I don't it was know that type name. of person. It was, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> that uh, type. No, she was like a, yeah, she was like Stacy? Stacy? Is it a Stacy? I, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember And TV's name. Uh, Greg Evigan. Greg Evigan. Yeah. Whose daughter is married to Miles Adcox. Miles owns Onsite. Oh, yeah. But he played BJ and the Bear. Yeah, he was on BJ and the Bear. Which I never saw. That was that was that was a masterpiece That's of a the eighties. That was a deep cut. He drove a truck, big truck. Take it. And his sidekick was a A bear? I don't know what type of it was it was it was like a monkey. That's of some very kind. believable. I don't know the type, but it was like it, it was an unusual setup for a story. What were your top three favorite shows as a kid? You always ask. I don't know. It's, it depends. Why do you on what, get so exhausted it, it, when you react? You're so like, ah, oh, there's so many years of watching TV. You, like, what are you talking so about? What? Five, ten, twenty. Why do you have to overanalyze? Overanalyze. Okay. This is what you do, though. By okay. the way. Over- oh my God. Speaking of this, like uh, Paul Reiser's on his show. Oh yeah, Stacey Keenan. Thank you so much. Oh. That's the answer. 
What has she won? We should give her something for that. How no, but a DVD box you, you were going to do of... the Paul Reiser interview. Yeah. You watched his entire body of work. <laughs> it's, I... No joke. He listened to both audiobooks, Couplehood, Parenthood. You watched all of Mad About You. You watched no. all of Stranger Here Things. You went to Diner, watched uh, it. I went to Diner? I'm saying whatever it is. It's like okay. people come okay. on my show. Whatever I know hey. of them. I know of them. And that's it. And you're at peace with them. Arctic. You Arctic. let it be. Okay. You. Again, you always... Well, why? Why do you because have to prepare so much? I like to prepare. But anyway, you... Well, you, there's a certain degree of I which know, it's too much. I, I know, and but... And you're exhausting yourself. And you're costing you yourself time and energy. One Life to Live? I don't know if that's on anymore. One Life to Live. But that's so true. And you get to do what you want to do, right? Some people are... Doctors, lawyers, barbers, whatever it is, they get to choose. So, so what are you saying? So if you don't want to do any homework, but you don't you're have to an over preparer. But but again, over prepare is a is a negative. So it's like, oh, he prepares much more than I do. Oh well. You don't I, think you're an over he's different. You don't think it's slowing you down in your life? What? At all. Seriously. Again. Overthinking is bad. Okay, yeah. What about thinking? Hmm? It's exhausting. It's exhausting. What were your favorite three shows? Okay, so I don't know an exact. Oh, see, show, even that, yeah. But I'm just I'm counting. I'm just telling you because it depends on the time frames. But I, uh, I liked. They used to rerun Get Smart. I just. Uh, what year were you born? That. that was from like 1951. Those are reruns. They when you they're, they're, every, are you a hundred? Everything I watched was syndicated old TV shows. No. Yeah. Did you watch The Facts of Life? Oh, that kind of stuff? I liked, okay, fine. At that time, I liked this is hilarious. Silver Spoons. You're talking about live? Yeah, I liked Silver The Cosby Spoons. Show. The Cosby Show. Who did I see in the elevator at the Beverly Hilton? Uh, the Ricker. Ricky Schroeder. Ricky Schroeder. What was my line? Well, you have a better line, which I'm going to tell people you did. You, you <laughs> tell your line, and I'm going to tell you what you did. So we were in the elevator at the Beverly Hilton, and uh, I was like, oh my God, that's Ricky Ricky Schroeder. I think he's Rick Schroeder now, but he's going to be Ricky to me. So I just looked at him and I was like, what's going to be my line? So I just said, remember it? You, I know it. You, you I get, said, you how cool was that train? Uh, and he's like, it was the best. So here's my favorite. And Kathy that was moment. it. We just talked about the train. Here's my favorite Kathy moment. We were at a party as adults. We were married. As adults. As adults. I'm saying it wasn't like you were a kid. So, so anyway, I really so need a manicure. The, the this woman, is embarrassing. Uh, Tempest Bledsoe was there. Tempest Bledsoe. Does right? anyone know what TV show she was on? Anybody? I'll give you six seconds. One, two, three, four, five, six. Nobody knows Tempest Bledsoe. That is such a name. You name your kid that, and you're like, but anyway, yeah. oh, she knows Stacey Keenan, and she knew. She either Cosby. remembers eighty shows or okay, so is Tempest Bledsoe. What about okay, it? So anyway, so, so we're at a party. Yeah, and she's there. You're such a and name. And Kathy's dropper. like, I know her, and I was like, Yes, everybody knows her. And Kathy's like, No, and then so Kathy actually went up to her, and was like, How do I know you? And I was like. Oh my gosh! It I go, like, you're so familiar. I'm like, did we work together? Crashing and burning and watching it happen. It and then she goes, yeah. yeah. And then as she's talking, it's like in slow motion. The she's words like, are coming, and I'm going, oh, it's Vanessa on the, Cosby. And again, not not to talk about anything present day. Oh, the Cosby Show back has then, just. That you ever was see like a dumpster show. fire where you take something uh, good and you just smash it, that was, incinerate it, light it on fire? Throw all the, the what's it, arson? 
Arson? What no. do you throw you in throw to make arson. something arson burn? Arson is an act. But what do you throw in there to you make it? Throw lighter fluid. Whatever. That's what happened to the Cosby oil, Show. And it was literally the best. Kerosene. Why is it that now two lives we've done, you somehow have talked about the Cosby Show? What? I think it's hard for you. I think it's something you need to process. <laughs> Have you lost your mind? No, because you said you, you used said to watch the reruns show. even even in recent times, and then all that stuff happened. And I think something yeah. was taken from you. <laughs> overanalyzing, no, you you said, I overanalyze. Who do we always compare Ooh. our daughter to? That we say that she looks like when she runs downstairs. Oh, Peter! She, do you remember Peter? And he took the bread and he wiped it on his stomach. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Peter? That's someone, a good question. Someone Google that. He's no, probably I, like a strapping young guy now. I like, figured he's running a hedge fund. He's, yeah, something. Well, that's what happened to Junk from the Goonies. No, he's he a became like spelts and like he's like doing like big he's things. A, he's a lawyer with uh, okay, enough uh, one about of the other that. guys from this the Goonies. This is boring. Uh, uh, enough of our guesses of what people are doing. No, people we're are... supposed to talk about what's actually happening oh, like, okay, behind the did. scenes okay, of our fine. life. So I'm. Uh, you I'm, see that hosting... tree? It looks like it's coming we're out of your head. It may be. It is. Um, well, I'm hosting an episode tomorrow that I'm going to go do an open Michael tomorrow. You are? You're the one who told me to. He's now been on stage. This will be, yeah. be the third time you're on stage in, in a week. No, not a week. A week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> It's, I'm getting worse each time. That's the that's the commitment I make to you. But if you wait a few months, it's gonna be. Betsy wants to know if you know who Joey Lawrence is. Of course. It's a very. That was. That's that a was, question you get all the time. Do you know who Joey Lawrence is? Whoa. <laughs> well, uh, I yeah, had mine be all like on my podcast. She was very Blossom. sweet. She was very yes, sweet. Yes, and also she's also very smart. Like she's. Like she a, went to UCLA with you. No, but she's like a like a math genius. No, that's Danica. No, but she's like a science. You just mixed no. up just because they were two no, child. No, okay, Danica McKellar is literally a math genius. She made up some like math formula, but Blossom is like a, a legit science. Like you e- just called her Blossom. What do you call her? Mayim Biala. Mayim. I don't know her personally. Um, she just did a whole thing about the Ukraine because her whole family is from there. Right. I didn't see that. Our family is from there. All of our grandparents, both of your sets and both of my sets. Yes. Don't turn this into a political bandwagon. There's nothing political. Everyone's on the right side of history with this one. Okay. Don't turn it into a bandwagon. Our entire family escaped because of the same thing that happened. History repeats itself like a nauseating. It's a good expression. Yeah. No, but it's ridiculous. Like this is exactly what happened. And that's why they fled and they came here. And now it's happening again. See, it's yeah. not supposed to happen again. You're right. supposed to learn and go, millions of people were killed. Let's not right. do that again. Right. It's unbelievable. It's it's so upsetting. It's unbelievable. I can't even... I was thinking about it today. I've, I've been thinking about it nonstop. Nonstop. All right. Well, let's get you off the harsher topics. What about you? What do you got going on in the podcast world? Me? I have a lot of things going on this week. I'm interviewing... Any big guests you're excited about? Yeah, I am excited. Uh, Morgan Harper Nichols is going to be on the show this week. Well, I'm interviewing her. I'm interviewing her this week. I'm interviewing Martha Beck again this week. Deepak Chopra is going to be on Thursday. You know Deepak? launches, of course. Did you hear what happened with Rosie O'Donnell? She thought Priyanka. She goes, I know your dad. Oh, no. And she goes, how? (laughs) (laughs) She didn't catch what he was. She was getting it. And she goes, you know, Deepak. And she goes, goes, next time, just 
Google me. She like, said that? Yeah. She's oh, like, no. before you, like, it's insulting, you know? Well, it's a, it's a common name, Chopra. That's what's so ridiculous. It's like right. thinking that everyone whose last name is Smith is related to Will Smith. Right. It's like, no. It's like. What was this on? She ran into Priyanka Chopra. Just on the street? Yeah, like in Beverly Hills oh, or something. Okay. Whatever. Yes. And Nick Jonas, who That's she's married person. to. And she's like, Nick yes. Jonas. And she's like, and you, I know your dad. Oh, no. And Priyanka's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Priyanka's like so famous. It's so, always weird that when but you But like see she doesn't know who she is at all. It's like, how do you not know her at all? Like that's like, are you asleep? I had her but on the podcast. She, she was awesome. Deepak Chopra so well, she would know through that avenue. I mean, even I didn't go it's over like, to Tempest Bledsoe and say, I know your dad. I just said, how do I know so you? I know your TV. But also... She's out of context, and it was how many years since she's been on TV? Oh, no, but I kept saying, I was like, no, 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 no. I was like, no, no. And I didn't recognize her. I was her. trying to, I was literally, it was horrible. It was, it was it's like. It's okay, you'll recover. It was like at the beginning of a movie. You'll recover. What was that? Uh, you'll be great. You'll it was like the beginning of you'll a cliffhanger. You'll survive it. When he's trying to hold on to her, and then she. You're going to have Jerry away. Seinfeld on your show soon. That's insanity. <laughs> that is absolute, total ridiculousness. By the way, I just watched his first TV appearance and he was so what good. Was it, HBO special? Yes, he was so good. His joke what, was about yes. how pajamas look like a little suit. And he's like, and why yes. do you need a breast pocket? Like, where are you going? Yes. Like, you're going to put those, a pen in those there? Those were great. We're having he a, was so good at that age. I was just like blown away. We're interviewing uh, a guy named Maurice LaMarche tomorrow. And you may not know who that is by his name. But of course he, I know Maurice. He, he's a thing. No, he's, he's the other thing. No, but he he he's does he does so many voices. It's literally unbelievable. I've never seen an IMDB so long. He does a tremendous amount. But he did Pinky and the Brain. That's my personal favorite. But he was on the ninth uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield HBO special. And also on that special was Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, Sam Kinison, Yakov Smir. Like, Are they all dead? Uh, no. You just listed a no like Louis a, Anderson and Bob Saget like a mo- in memoriam thing. No, that's dark. No, Yakov Smirnov's still around. But what I'm saying, Bob Saget, Louis Anderson, yeah, they very do, sad. But they they passed away very recently. Um, well, we're supposed to say something juicy, like behind the scenes of our life. The, you're just, oh, okay, fine. You're just giving Falderall. Okay, fine. So I just bought groceries. You uh, did. You know what? Gonna cook a dinner. Let's talk about how the how you stepped up into that role. How how long have you been cooking dinner now? Three or four days a week? Not uh, long. Since, like a year? Maybe not even that long. Not even that but long. But anyway, so Kathy has her strengths. It's not cooking. I didn't say that. Why would you say that's so harsh? Um, but she has a lot of strengths. You said the I'm nicest kidding. thing about me yesterday oh, to my, my stepmom and my dad. Oh, my. You're like, Kathy's just a gifted person. If it wasn't podcasting, it would have been something else. Oh. That was very nice. I Look caught that. Me. I got that. Yeah. Jotted it down, made a note, put it in your yeah. file. No, it's very sweet. <clears throat> so, yeah, you've been cooking a few nights a week. Yes. But this was like, you guys, this is like a, a it's an evolution of, of sorts. Because you weren't ever cooking before. No. You used to actually think, not cook think, anything. Hold on, Nothing. Hold on. I used to get so crazy. I, no, I never cooked at all. I hated cooking. I actually just, it was just too daunting. But... Uh, is there anybody on here who, during the pandemic, discovered something? I saw somebody post on Twitter that he's mad how easy it is to make ice cream, 
and he's never done it before in his life. Because, but then finally, because of the pandemic, they did we had it. a guy come to the party Saturday, and he made rolled ice cream. Right, but he does that like that. You said you want to buy a rolled ice cream machine. Well, I want to look into it. They find out the pricing, <laughs> things of that nature. Uh, and a hibachi grill. We had a hibachi guy come too. Make your house more it fun. It was good. You know, so like, because I don't like barbecuing, but I like. Anyway, like a hibachi they, grill. she said, "What's anyway, a typical date night?" We never we, go on a date ever, know. not we for years. You know. I'm serious. Uh, well, no, historically, though, when we do go out on a date Before night, we the pandemic, go, we would go out. We would go to dinner, oftentimes sushi, sushi, and then a comedy show. We used to go to... Well, I used to call it sush. sush. You want to get some sush? I, I call it sush, sarcastically, because I heard somebody at work call it that one time, and I was like, is this guy for real? Here's how you um, got to go on a date with my husband. Not, not like I'm from... <laughs> This is taking a turn. No, I'm saying if we go out, I have to prepare that you're not going to talk at all during dinner. Because when you eat, you get like focus and you don't speak. So we sit there. It's a little extreme. Do you talk extreme. a lot? Compared to you, nobody talks a lot. You don't speak at dinner. You just sit there. So then I have to drum up. I have to make conversation. Yeah. I have to. Because if you have any type of silence, you panic and you think the world is ending. That's true. But then like a shark, we usually go to a comedy show or something. Comedy show, we used and to then love you're the UCB worst. If sometimes comedy shows are good, but sometimes comedy hold shows on, are like going. three hours, and, then, and he will not leave. And I'm like, I'm. It's painful now. Like Margo. if by hour two, I'm out. I'm not sitting there anymore. And then we're at the comedy store or we're at the improv, and I'm like, get I'm getting up. I'm taking one. an Uber. You're like, no, you're not. I'm like, I'll Uber home. I'm done. I can't handle anymore I mean, it's it makes hold me on. angry at hold a on. certain point hold on. and they're like hold no on. we can't leave okay first of all our favorite places in la to see comedy uh you know we, we don't like, even live in la why are you doing a tour okay, of this LA? this is what it's like she says i don't talk but it's like there's this force field uh but anyway so we used to go to ucb uh, a lot and then we used to go to uh, largo a lot so you get amazing shows there but anyway so we went to like literally like a historic show looking back and i knew uh, it at the time ucb christmas uh holiday uh, it was special. Like three and a half it, it was hours very long but there are like literally like everybody was there i don't care i wish i, 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 I want to go online and see if i can An find an hour list. is good 90 right. minutes that's it okay but anyway. i'm not sitting there hour two three four you're on your own i'm done and then you get like you get, what's the word? It's like hostile. You won't let me leave. <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me go. This is what, I don't want to sit on. there. Here, you, here's I'm another tired. thing. You guys may not know this about Kathy because you oh, see her. Oh, my butt hurts. I can't sit in the seat. The people everything. are angry. But what Kathy will go from like, absolutely, this is great. This is fun to, I need to get out of here. <laughs> and she will turn it to like, her eyes turn red. There's smoke coming out of her that's, ear. That's, and there's no that's warning. That's not true. No that's warning. That's not true. Zero. Oh my God. By so the way, when we leave happens. the house, I don't know how any women feel this way about their husbands or if you're this in the relationship. When we leave the house, no joke. I'm the first one ready. I'm like, yeah. let's go. Can I and he's why? got stuff why? to do. Again. No, no. I'll Yesterday we're going. I had the kids in the car waiting. Open the windows. We're outside. They're already in the car. I now cleaning out the car. That's how long it takes. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, hey, I got to prep. Got to get my sunblock. Got to get my swim trunks. Just in case I need two extra chargers and no. one break. Okay, yes, you do. And I go, whoa, what are seconds. you doing? Let me explain. Get okay. down here. Okay. I because, get so mad. Okay, let me explain. Because you what happens is long. when we go out, I like to have things that the kids need, 
right? So they need oh, snacks and water and, and all these things. That's because you're trying to save trucks. money. Hold on, you don't right? Need to get no, snacks. hold on. Because what Kathy loves to do is get somewhere, find out what she needs, and then just buy it in the most expensive way. I know possible. you can't handle it. Like, what, what's an extra $7 also, no, on our tab? And then she sends me to go get it, and then I got to go back. Oh, five oh yeah, times. yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, that's you another know, thing. Do you know how many snorkels and goggles I've purchased it's in my a- life? <laughs> In the last three months. You will survive it. I bought more no, goggles and snorkels in the last three months than people buying a lifetime. No, the second more part is Jacques really... Jacques Cousteau has ever purchased in a lifetime. Jacques Cousteau, here's the Another second... Another timely reference. Here's the second part of what you just said. That's the real problem. If we go to a hotel, he doesn't want to get the door. He doesn't want to see a butler, a whatever. Butler. Whatever you call it. Whatever you call it. <laughs> what do you call it? As someone bringing a room service. You don't even know the no, word. You're if, so If we have a touch. delivery, Postmate, you go, don't get it. Let them meet. You, do you like we're to get a, the door? We're in a pandemic. Do you like to speak to people you don't know? I don't like the startup. No. Do you like to talk to people in a hotel, at the door, when you're buying a it's, pair of goggles? I'll the tell answer you why, is no. I'll tell you why. I do, there's many reasons why no, I don't. You're very like idiosyncratic. And this is one of those things like you won't do it. You're like, no, you do no, it. But nowadays I get the notice. They're here and it says, leave them alone. Oh, what's the problem with talking to the bell guy? You're like, you pay him. I'll tell you You why. do it. Because of the, the nature of it, it's like a, it's like a, like a artificial setup where they have to be nice based on, you know, they work at a place oh and then you're just like, oh, it's fine. I don't hassle them. Who thinks like you this? Know, this guy. Uh, but he anyway. can't stand it. He goes, no, 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 don't order grapefruit juice to the so room. Uh, oh, don't about, order the turndown service. Do you yeah, like yeah. turndown service? Oh, I hate turndown service. Why do you hate it? It's just too much mutchering. It's like, <laughs> just, it's fine. I, I can I can live with a blanket pulled over. Okay, not a big deal. And That's, another time you got angry, remember this? Oh, my we're God. At a, we're at a hotel. And then uh, I, I, every time she gets on the phone at a hotel, not every time anymore because she gets so mad I stop doing it, but I try to make her laugh. And then one time she just couldn't control her laughter. And then the person on the phone was kind of chastising you, like, Mrs. Heller, please. Yeah. Get a, get a grip. She loves you. No, you're very... Also, when we're in the car, this is another thing that you do that really bothers me. <laughs> See? You're driving, yeah. and as you're driving, you're going like this. Don't laugh. <laughs> no, no. As you're driving, you're like, like this. <laughs> you're, you're enhancing the sun. You go like this. <laughs> you're trying to sound like Larry David. No? <laughs> no, that's the funny part of it. I go, well, it's rude to do that. You're like, if you sing, I let you sing. Why can't I sing? I go, she sings. She belts it out. I go, because you're not singing. (laughs) You're just making ridiculous noises. And there's humans around you. I think it's very self-involved. The kids sit in the back when you blast the radio. Oh, they're just very like, they self-absorbed. You're like, yeah, wild exaggeration. Well, I'm gonna start to record you because so often you do that. Even as you're walking, that you're like. It's a funny bit, very not based in truth, but very funny. Oh my God. You should no. do the open mic with me tomorrow. No, you don't know that Come you're on. doing it. It's you don't know you're doing it. So you're it. saying it's just in it's my happens nature every single day when <laughs> you walk with the kids. Come on. You're Come walking. On. If you saunter from one room to another, I'm gonna record it. Please, I'm gonna I'm gonna record it and play it. Please, well, don't play it, but please, please record it, then show it to me. And I say and all the time, I'm like, 
That's what you do. That's what he does. You know, the, when Kathy's in the car, honestly. I don't think it's funny. I, I, thought, I, I think it's, ex- it's, it's not funny. I hear it all. Also, here's the other what thing. You blast if the you're radio. in the car, the BMW oh, shows you. Drop. It shows you where to go. It says 200 feet, turn left, blah, blah, blah. No, I don't like it. He can't <clears throat> use it. We've been through this so before. So instead, I use, no, 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 no. You have to uh, use the Google. Google. That's so, it, so this is what I have to hear. And, and by the way, it's not even on the screen. It's on your phone. In a minute, turn to left, turn to left. I go, well, I don't want to hear this. Yeah, but when it's we get out screen. of our house. No, I have to hear it. No, when we get out of our house, it does a bunch of things, but then that's it. Then it's like, you don't hear it for miles. Well, why do you have to hear it though? It's on the screen. It shows you what no, to do. No, I'll tell you why. Because on Apple, they oh do this thing. Where you, hold on. I don't know if anyone uses Apple Maps, but it does the thing where it shows all the lanes and then it's, it makes it very confusing about which lane you need okay, to be but in. You know that at this point. You no, know how to I read like it. it. Is this a crime that I prefer Google? Oh, but then Maps? you don't get there in time or something. She's reaching. Don't get there in time. Okay. What do you think is the most annoying thing that I do? The most annoying thing? Oh. I'll tell you what it is. And there, there's a list here, but I keep a list in my back pocket. Um, but you don't communicate, ironically, you don't communicate uh, your schedule or your needs vis-a-vis the rest of the family. Like, you, you'll just, out of nowhere, you just disappear and then you start screaming like, I'm trying to record. It's like, why didn't you tell us you're trying to record? Right? We're happy to isolate. Well, no, but, and then also like you do stuff without telling the kids and then the kids get very upset and then they get upset with me. And I'm like, don't, you know. Speaking of the kids, you know what was cute thing that you did this weekend? Hmm. My stepmom's mom bought the kids each a gift and one of the gifts was a latch hook thing. So like I was trying to figure out how to do the latch hook. And then we watched a YouTube and me and Eliza couldn't figure it out. And then Lowell comes in and he goes, oh, I can do latch hook. And I was like, you can? You're like, oh, yeah. Give it to me. I well, I didn't remember hook. how to do it, though. And but then I, you did I the latch. did la- it as a youth. I, fi- I had to watch a YouTube video. What does that mean that you did that as a youth? Like, Th- you would, like, like, sit and do latch hook? No, that was like a thing where some summer probably. So I did a Dodger banner. That was my. Oh, see? So I kept you it sporty. You buoyed it up. Yeah. You kept it sporty. But it was. It God was, forbid you did a latch hook without any, it being any latch sport related. people out there? I thought it was kind of boring, latch hook. Um, Where is that Dodger banner? I'm sure it got thrown out. I've never seen it. Well, I don't see why your mom kept your table from woodshop. But I, where is your woodshop table? Uh, it's in the garage. Well, I thought you were gonna put it on display. Well, where do you want it? I'm happy to put it in the house. I mean, you. you I didn't want to put it. That in the was kids something you thing. would not. You're like, we're taking the woodshop table. Well, it's like from the only grade. thing uh, that I built. Did you build the chessboard table? I did. I built. That's a really board. impressive. Uh, well, that's easier than a table. A table is way harder than a chessboard. You also had that picture you drew of Magic Johnson. Like I did. Where is that? Uh, that's probably in a box. I have like a box or two of childhood items like that. <clears throat> wow, you want the table? You guys are all witnessing this. No, I don't want the table. Oh, see, you try to pretend you. You also did. have that really depressing house you painted. What does that mean? It's depressing. It's like brown and black. It's like what dark colored. Oh, the winter thing? It was, was a, depressing looking. But that was a piece of art I copied. No, but it looks sad. I'll find out the original it artist and I'll let him know you depressing. hate his craft. It was a it was a winter wonderland house. No, no, it doesn't look like that at all. Hmm. It's like brown <clears> and <throat> dark and Oh sorry. Sorry my it just summer artwork from when I was a kid doesn't 
You did summer art classes? You never did anything in the summer? Oh, you guys went to fancy. See, I didn't go to fancy <laughs> theater camp in the East Coast. She'd fly to Boston every time. The top of the show, right? The lead of the show. So your podcast comes <clears throat> out tomorrow. Right. The podcast is already out. Our first episode, Kevin Nealon, is out. You don't know Schiff. Uh, tomorrow, uh, for any early birds out there, 5 a.m. Eastern time, we launch our episodes each week. Um, Paul Reiser, part one. Paul Reiser was uh, so great and so uh, gracious. Uh, the interview went on so long that we're actually breaking it into two pieces rather than having one long. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch Some the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Uh, I've watched it. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, oh, Kathy, she asked you. I've never seen it. I've never seen anything. The only show I've really seen is like a part of The Office and Curb Enthusiasm. I haven't watched TV in so, like 12 no, years. No, you watched that Apple show. I watched the morning show season mm. one. I haven't seen season two. But like, and honestly, I haven't seen anything. watched one episode of... Um, I watched one episode of... That show everyone loves... What's it called? It's on Apple also. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. It was we watched cute. One, we're trying to watch a show together. I don't we watch never watch TV together. No, I don't watch any TV. Uh, I'm going to watch it. All right. So your podcast is coming out with Paul Reiser tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow. You're doing stand up again Reiser. tonight. When do I get to come? Not he hasn't tonight. let me come at all. Tuesday. Um, it's really not good. So that's what all the build up. Oh my God. It is, is good. It's really not good. And you're going to do a show. Oh, guys, this is really cool. March 15th, we're going to do, I rented out a theater in South Florida. I'll be there. You'll be there. Mark Schiff will be there. And there's going to be comedy and Q&A. And it's going to be so fun. And I will put up the ticket link. It's only going to be like 10 bucks. And it's, you don't even have to pay, but you're paying just because that way you get a seat. Because otherwise, because there's a limited seat amount of seats. Anyway, I will put the link soon. So anyone who's in South Florida can come spend a couple hours with us. It'll be fun, right? And then you're going to perform for everybody that night. Yes, I'm going to be, because uh, it's it's not just a full comedy night. It's like we're on top of the podcast, and then Mark is going to um, uh, talk about a, a like a comedy program that he's going to offer. So basically, I'm the before, and then it's kind of like, don't be like that guy. Take Mark's course and be funny. It's going to be fun. Oh, yeah, and then Mark's going to talk to us about how to write stand-up. But you can do that, too. You've been writing stand-up now. No, but he's, you know. Yeah, I'm having I, Pete I Holmes on my podcast this week. Oh, that's cool. I'm interviewing Pete Holmes. We've seen him many times. He's very sweet. He has a very good energy. Oh, I just watched John Mulaney's uh, monologue. Did you see it? You know, I haven't seen it. It's very funny. It. He's so good. His monologue is very, very things. funny. He was talking about, yeah. uh, he goes, you know, the kind of intervention I don't like, the one that's for me. He's like, that was tough. He was. He just made a whole bunch of, oh, the funniest line he said, he goes, so he was in rehab from whatever date to whatever date, and he goes, and the, whatchamacallit, the insurrection, is that what you call it? What happened in Capitol Hill? What's it called? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, and that happened, he goes, because I was in rehab. Has it happened? Did it happen before uh, I went in? Yeah. No. Has it happened since? Absolutely not. Because I was there, that's, it was so funny, right? Yes. No, he's, he's a, like an amazing stand-up. So anyway, if Let's you, have him at the event. If you follow yeah. Lowell's podcast and you leave him a review, Lowell likes to say, leave a five-star review. I don't tell, I don't leave the witness. 
You can leave whatever. You can just be like, you bother me. You and Mark. But don't. I'm just saying, if you leave a review and you DM me a screenshot, we're going to send you a coupon, a code to go get a Starbucks because let's, let's get some Starbucks going. But, uh, you should listen to it. The first episode came out last week with Kevin Nealon, Hans and Franz. Was he Hans or Franz? Oh my God. He's stumped. No, that's a, it's a, I am Hans, and you are Franz, and we are here to no, pump they, they each said you up. I am Hans, and I am Franz. That was funny. They spoke for themselves. Everything was funny. Yeah. But do you remember, what else was it, Kevin? Oh, Mr. Subliminal. That was really funny. Mr. Subliminal is brilliant because it's like, it's it's timeless. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's totally a timeless character. Timeless. timeless. So you can listen to Paul Reiser on your podcast tomorrow. You can... Leave a review for it. Send me a screenshot. If you do, we'll send you a Starbucks. And March 15th, I'll put the link soon. Give me like a day. You guys can come hang out with us. Lowell's going to do stand-up. Mark Schiff's going to be here in South Florida doing stand-up. And then we're going to do some Q&A, talk about all kinds of things in South it's like, Florida. It's like a hangout. It's a hangout. It's, it's going to be really show, fun. It's more of a hangout. I'll put the link to that soon once I have it. I got to get the link to that. Lol didn't have a link. Honestly, I... Oh, here we go. No, this is what happened. I go, Lol, what's the link? You know, and he goes, oh, they just got a link in my bio. I go, yeah, but if they want to just go to the link, like, what's the link to find your show? He's like, just go to Lincoln bio. So <laughs> I go to his Lincoln bio and it's a link tree. <laughs> there was literally 16 links. Mm-hmm. It was like, listen to it on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on this, on that, your on choice. your mom's radio. I go, lol, you look like the Unabomber. I, I Nobody has 16 links in their bio. Oh, my God. So you got it down to what, four? Uh, five. So you get the big three. Right. Uh, and then... Technically, in, you're a little bit challenged. Technically, yeah, that the way you worded that's ambiguous. You're saying technically, like as a technical matter, or as far as technology? Lol's really into grammar, and you're really good at grammar, wouldn't you say? Oh. What's that Thank book... You. Com- dictionary? No, what's that book about grammar that people love? Funk and Wagnalls? No, it's called Dup Dup Dup. Dup Dup. What's that book people who love grammar love it? Oh, the. Yeah. Uh, what's what it called? That? It's like I, the kettle and the that. bird and the thing. Yeah, that makes no sense. What is it? I don't know. And I, it's, it's, it's about where you put the commas. Uh, Oxford? No, Oxford it's a commas? book that people who love grammar love. Does anyone know? Somebody out there must know this. Explain what the book is. It's about the rules of grammar and all that? No, it's a cute book that's... Strunk in, in white. Is that what you're talking about? No, oh, that's not but Michelle know. would know because she... Eat, shoots, and leaves. That's it. Oh, I've never read that. You... Oh, I get it. The point about the comma, though, right? Eats, shoots, comma. So where would it be? Uh, well, see, that's the thing. It's eats, comma, shoots, comma, and leaves means it's leaving. If you don't put the comma, then it's like eats... Shoots and leaves. Get it? Nope. Eats is a verb. And then what do you eat? So you sh- could eat so shoots and leaves. So you put the leaves. comma after eats. That's, yeah, that's one way. Or if you're going to say, because uh, those technically could be oh, three verbs. Oh, leaves versus leaves. Right. Yeah. So but that's why the do you point. love grammar so much? Uh, I don't know. I would say I love grammar. That's a bit of a stretch. Do you like extreme close-ups? I don't. That I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You love that book. Michelle I've never does. read it. No, Michelle it. likes it. Oh. Okay. So like, tell them where they can find your podcast. 
So you can find our podcast at youdon'tknowshift.com, Y-O-U-D-O-N-T-K-N-O-W-S-C-H-I-F-F. Uh, if you go to like Apple Podcasts, which is where most people are finding us, you can just type in the word shift, S-C-H-I-F-F, and then you'll see there's a couple of things, but you don't know shift. We have a nice uh, logo that... Um, Your sister's been amazing, by the way. Let's give her a shout out. Yes. Jennifer Reinstein. Jennifer Reinstein's been great. Uh, she's been Oh, Jesse said the first editing. episode was so good. Oh, thank you. Jesse's very nice. She came on with you and asked you guys a couple questions. Yeah, that was cool. You guys going to do some lives today? Uh, today, probably. I love I got- how you guys are just like in it. You know, you'll go live. There's like four people on. Just hang out for an hour. Hey, don't uh, live number shame us. No, it's great. Um, but... Uh, Okay, so they're going to go watch your podcast, yeah, leave a review. Paul Reiser's on tomorrow. Suisa did our logo for us. Shawnee Suisa, very cool. Yeah. All right. Um, so, yeah, we'll probably do a live. I got to find out. Mark was out of town, so I got to coordinate with him. Um, and that's it. So that's where you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Shift, S-C-H-I-F-F. It's You Don't Know Shift. Again, if you're be kind enough to leave a review, the number you leave, that's up to you. Let your conscience guide you. Know that five is the highest. People tend to like the highest, but hey, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, what else? Anything else? I'm being quiet to see if you're going to be oh. entertaining at all. Oh, my. So this far? Is, so this is a test. Meh. I've just never been next to you this long and not heard you talk, so I got concerned that you were <laughs> injured. <laughs> just want to make sure you're okay. That's my first priority. Um, so that's it, guys. Thank Yesterday, you. Oh. Maddie dropped an iPad on my toe, and you're like, are you going to pass out? But he actually meant it. Well, no, yeah, no, that's not. I wasn't joking. When Kathy's in pain, physical pain, she passes out. So I usually like to clear it on the couch. <laughs> Put her flat on the ground, uh, something so she can't get injured. Um, so that's that's dark. You you went dark. So so you have you listened to our first episode? Put you on the spot. Me? Not yet. Oh no. Oh, uh, this is embarrassing. I gotta listen to it now. You can listen. I love. This Kevin is what Allen. I tell people: please listen to the podcast and please listen to it at a higher speed. <laughs> That way, like two two times, maybe a little too fast, but like you can listen to one and a half times. And that way, if you hated it, you didn't waste as much time. We're getting a cat this week. I have nothing to do with it. Yeah, I. Would you say you ordered a cat? No. You, you adopted you, a cat? You're, you're, you're adopting a cat? Yeah, she's coming on Saturday. She's being dropped off. I heard she's walking she's here herself. So- <laughs> I knew that'd make her laugh. Guys, that's the thing if you. She. Hold on, if you ever meet Kathy in person or talk to her online, animal personification jokes make her laugh and she can't stop. So picturing the cat walking here the cat on its own so with a little backpack, cute. maybe. A little backpack? A, back, a, little, a little stick briefcase. with a, yeah. a little... Yeah. She's coming on Saturday. She's Persian. She's going to come in and be like, can I have rice? No. Oh, we live in Beverly Hills. We're friends with a lot of Persians. Oh but no, she doesn't know anything about Persian culture or Persian food. Or Persian rugs or anything Persian. Do you remember in, uh, what's the movie, Better Off Dead? And she's like, do you want French fries, uh, French dressing, yes. French, what did she say? French anyway, fries. so Persian cats, nothing to do. Are they from Persia, though? Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't Anyways, speculate. She's cute. She has a smushed in face. She's calico. And what she's, does calico mean? 
Calico means many colors. Oh, very nice. Oh, well, not many colors. It's like a certain kind of colors, like okay. black, brown, white, orange. So Calico Critters, that's what that's about, the toys? No. Oh. That's just... All right. But so she's coming on Saturday, and we don't know what her name should be. We're thinking either. Oh, let's ask people to vote. Okay, well, the kids are all in the food, so they're like waffles, milkshake. Maddie keeps saying cake pop. Uh, <laughs> Actually, like that. Cake pop, waffles, milkshake, Sunday. My my vote is for chef. He wants to call the cat chef, and then I like all the Yiddish, like Jewish foods, like hamantash and kugel. Uh, Pastrami sandwich on rye. No, but no. like. Uh, what else did I say? Well, Hamantaschen's not a flattering Kug name. Kugel. Kugel? I don't know. Uh, Anyways. Kishka? Kishka? Kasha? Kasha. What about Kasha? Kasha's cute. I like Kasha. She actually looks like Kasha. Yeah. Kasha's like... Yeah, um, brownish. By the way, all these foods we just mentioned are yeah. from the Ukraine. Oh. Because that's where our grandparents are from. Actually, there was a restaurant, I don't know if it's still there, in New York City uh, on the Lower East Side called Kiev, and... The food is all Ukrainian Jewish food. It's very good. Blintzes, stuff like that. What Blintzes? I mentioned that one as a possible Kasha. cat name. You like Kasha? Kasha. Yeah, that's a good cat name. Okay. Suki? Suki. Anyway, so the cat's coming. We'll definitely have lots of cat content. <laughs> that's a whole... We'll have to get a new channel for that. Oh, yeah. We'll give her her own Instagram. <laughs> cat page. channel. She's cute. But let's see how long we last because sometimes we wind up... Oh. Sometimes we. Well, no, we had one hmm. dog for eight weeks. I, I gave it to involved. Shay, who's the massage therapist, who's wonderful with people and animals. Yes. No, so the I dog said, is you, you'd be hands. better off with her because we didn't know what we were doing. We were in over our head. Out of our league. Yeah. Over our skis. No, we, re we really were. Out of our element. Uh, let's see how well we do with the cat. All right, we're really boring. This isn't enjoyable anymore. All right. Put a one if this is horrible and the worst thing you've heard. Oh, Kasha. Katya. See, Kasha, we got a couple Kashas. Yeah, I love Katya. Um, okay, I think her name is Kasha. We decided it today. We'll just tell the kids that her name is Kasha. We'll let the kids know they had nothing to do with the naming. Cake, cake pop, Kasha, oh, cake pop. milkshake. Actually, that's actually kind of cute. All right. Okay. Thanks, everybody. Saigazun. Have a good day. All right. <laughs> Welcome to You Don't Know Schiff. I'm your host, Mark Schiff. And I'm Mark's co-host, Lowell Benjamin. We're two comedians who love to make people laugh and talk about all kinds of things. And even when you think you know someone, you may not really know Schiff about them. So, we started this podcast, You Don't Know Schiff, to discuss with people what they're known for and the things they've learned along the way so that we can find out their techniques for success and fulfillment. And we guarantee some laughs along the way. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, let's jump in. Was stand-up your original passion as opposed to acting? Totally. Totally. I, I, and I always tell people it's just so absurd because that we, any of us, ever have a plan. Because, right. you know, when we, all of us, it, it, those of us who wanted to be comics and in that time went to the clubs, we, we all were drawn to the same light, you know, and... It's the worst career plan in the world. I'm going to go to this club and make no money and uh, with zero chance of success. Because it's that's not a good plan. Uh, and if we could have done anything else, we would have. As I found out, I tried. I said, yeah, I don't want to work in 
a business. I wanted to do this. And then it was literally an accident that I got a part in diner and then that opened up other doors. But to me, I never, even when I was, I wasn't acting that much, but I never felt like an out of work actor. Cause to me, it was like, I'm a comedian and then hold on. I got a, I got a part in a show. I'll do the show and I'll come back. It was always like little icing on the cake. So yeah. as a kid, Going back to talking about the Ed Sullivan show, I mean, I would love comedians and I love George Carlin and Robert Klein. And, and those were the guys that really, and, and Cosby, we're allowed to say, um, who turned us on to comedy. I never as a kid saw, oh, Al Pacino, I want to do that. Right. You know, I knew that's great acting, but that doesn't interest me. Um, the And I, I think the actors that appealed to, to me were in fact, the ones that straddled funny and drama, Jack Lemon, Peter Falk, um, you know, uh, Walter Matthau, Walter Matthau. Yeah. And so I, I was, so it was never, it was never really about being acting, being an actor. Um, so it's crazy that it all worked out. Can you tell the Dinah story? You tell it. I know a version of it, but I, I I'd rather hear <laughs> I, I've heard Mark tell it. We'd much rather hear you tell I've it. I've heard, I've told the story so many times. <laughs> Our our mutual friend, Michael Hampton Kane, who's no longer with us, w called up and they said, what are you doing? And I said, uh, I got to go to Macy's to buy socks because I was going to Florida the next day, the comic strip. Or, or yes, I was going to Florida. And uh, you know, the original concept of Seinfeld show was like, well, comics walking around, yeah. hanging out, doing nothing. This was literally that. He's like, it's... <laughs> 11 o'clock, what do you want? Should we get lunch? And I said, well, I have to do this. And he said, well, I have to go drop off a picture at an audition. Why don't we do that? And then we'll go get your socks and then we'll go for lunch. Okay. And we went to this office and I was sitting in the casting office while he was, I was just waiting for him. He met with the director, came out and the casting director said, all right, you're next. And I went, no, I'm, I'm not up for this. I'm just waiting for my friend. And I tried to bow out. She said, do you have a picture? I said, no, I don't have, I have, but I'm, she said, come back tomorrow. And as I was moving a couple of months ago, I found, I didn't even know I had saved it, a piece of paper that said, from that meeting, one o'clock, come back tomorrow. Oh, wow. It was literally this week. It was February 12th, 1981. Come back, meet director. His name is Barry Levinson, and you'll meet him. And we met, didn't audition, just sat and talked. Uh, I think he came to see me at the improv that night. Wow. And then I went to Florida, and I remember I was in Florida, were you there when I got no? And I was, and I got a phone call. Taking, I remember taking the phone call at the bar in the afternoon at the club, and it was the producer saying, "No, we'd like you to come to uh, Baltimore next week and be in this movie." I went. He said, "Do you have any other commitments? When you get a role, <laughs> when you get a role in a movie, you always go, well, he's he's shooting that until July.'" He said, "Do you have any commitments?" And I remember I said, "I have a Thursday at uh, in Bernardsville. I have one gig for seventy dollars. I can I can get out of it. I think I can get out of it." But I remember, what was the name of that club? Jerry Stanley's Club in Bernardsville. The Ground Round? No, it was one of those. I don't remember that. I remember what yeah, you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, but but um yeah, so it was literally an accident. Um so you got this huge part in the movie. You had no acting experience. Well, there was no here's the irony. There was there was no part. It was the idea was there's five guys in a movie who you see on the poster, and the and the idea was there's gonna be a sixth guy to sort of round it out, maybe a funny guy, and there was nothing really sketched out. And so in the movie, there was in the script, there was one line, maybe two lines, and it would mention the character's name. And the owner of the club, Richie Tinkin, who was down there, and I didn't have an agent, I didn't have anything, and 
I only had I don't know, this saloon owner <laughs> who's my connection to showbiz. I said, well, do I sign a contract? He goes, well, let me read the script for you. And he reads the whole script and he says, what's your character's name? And I said, <laughs> Modell. He goes, I don't hate to break this to you. You ain't in this. And I went, no, I know I'm not in the script. But they, they said they're going to improvise. So it wasn't even a big part, but it became a nice part. And the movie became a classic, which certainly yeah. I didn't need to know that. I wouldn't have known that. I mean, if it had been Porky's Nine, I still would have done it. Yeah. it was and a movie. after you, Richie uh, managed Eddie Murphy. So look what you did for him. That's right. I opened his eyes. So you had no acting. You had no acting. Uh, no, I, I was in an acting class. Uh, I mean, what kind of confidence did you have going into this movie with all these? None. I had no confidence. I had no confidence. I, I, I just sort of said, the director hired me. He must know what he's doing. Wow. <laughs> um, Were you nervous? On the set? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, yes. And I, I was embarrassed at how little I knew. I mean, literally, like, where do you look? Where do you stand? I remember asking him, like, really dumb questions, like, <laughs> like, how do I get to the set? They go, we, we, we drive you. Okay. And, you know, I mean, I, and then one time there was like, I remember all the actors are here and then all the, the background extras are sitting over there. And they said, oh, uh, what they call it? The principal characters over here and the other ones over here. And I was sitting with them and some asshole, Come here, you're, you're with the actors. I went, oh, because I said principal. I'm not a principal. So let me ask you, in, in watching you in diner, particularly that opening scene when you're actually in the diner, you know, when you see that, it, 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 you basically see it and say, hey, that's Paul Reiser. You know what I mean? So you were like the same guy back then. Is that... Is, is I that have grown like, I have grown not at all. Not one ounce. That's the no, beauty not, of not me. Not in a bad way. But I mean, <laughs> like like Mickey Rourke, I would say, is a wildly different person today than then, uh, than now. But I, I feel like you sort of embodied who you are now and you just... Well, I wasn't, it wasn't, a, a, you know, it wasn't a deliberate artistic choice. I, I really didn't, I didn't know anything and there was no character. So whatever it was that I was or could offer, mm -hmm. uh, Barry Levinson had this idea that I'm going to, I'm going to get, I can get it from this guy. And literally, so we, they would just, actually all the diner scenes were shot at the end of the five, seven weeks, whatever it was. And because he wanted us to really get a sense of camaraderie and friendship, which we did. And that was the fun part. So I wasn't nervous because I was like, these guys were also, it, it was really their first movie. I mean, Kevin had had a little part in Animal House, Kevin Bacon, right. and Tim Daly had never worked. Steve Gutenberg had one movie, but and Mickey had just done one or two, but and Danny Stern had done Breaking Away. Great movie. Great movie, but it, but uh, which we all went because we thought he looked like Steve Middlemer. That's fine. Um, but it was, so we were all kind of in the same boat, but I was really, really the rookie. Um, so that the friendship and the camaraderie made it easy. Did you ever work with him again, uh, Barry? Uh, well, we did a I did a couple of times then. We did a pilot that summer, and then the following year, he did. we did a pilot of Diner, which I was the only guy who came back and did it. But, um, but it's interesting. We've become friendly recently, and, and, um, and it just feels like a whole other lifetime. It's like, oh, whatever, you know, whatever 10 years age difference when you're 25 makes a big difference when you're 65. It's not I just saw him in some documentary. Yes. It was a French thing. It was a French documentary. Mm -hmm. and, and so being in Diner obviously helped your career and that, that helped your stand-up career, right? That's what helped you get on The Tonight Show? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did you go right to panel or did no, you do stand-up? No, I just did stand-up. It was the only time. I had not, you know, I was... 
there was a guy who comes and sees you at the club and he says, you're ready or you're not ready. Jim McCauley. Jim McCauley. And I was not ready and I was not getting on, which is good because I really wasn't strong enough. I had been doing it three years, you know, which is really green. You don't know who you are yet. But suddenly I had this movie and there was this, I had a little heat behind. The movie had some heat and I was sort of this unknown. There was a little bit of fun like this guy just stumbled into a part. And so that was an interesting promotable story. So I did the uh, Tonight Show, didn't uh, didn't sit down, but then I didn't do it for years. I, uh, that was 82, and then I didn't do it again until like 86. And again, it was because of Aliens, and I got Aliens, and I went on. But, the, but by then I sat down with John. I didn't do stand-up at all. I just went straight to panel. And then, and then there was a period which I, it only really became clear to me recently. I was finding these old tapes. I thought... I did a lot. I eighty six to eighty nine. I was doing it sometimes two three months apart, which was wow. like, yeah. As I did like twenty five or so, and Johnny was really very welcoming to me and sort of took a shine to me. And I watched a couple of them, and I could see that by the third fourth one, I was starting to relax. It's like right. again, don't look at Johnny <clears> as this <throat> idol. It's like he's there to make you funny. You can have fun, and it was just hitting the tennis ball back and forth, and. And I could see myself loosen up and get a little bolder and more comfortable. Um, you know, I, I think that part of me was certainly in the beginning was just reverential. It's like I'm on the sure. Tonight Show. That's sacred ground. And there's Johnny Carson. 